so close to going to sleep, I can feel it. I've never been more excited to sleep in the history of life, but we're getting there. But before we do that, we got 30 minutes of Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, appreciate you tuning in on a Monday night coming off the weekend. Jags lose to the Rams. You just heard us talk about that from 3 to 6. Austin Lane and Brad Martineau. Stuart Weber talked about it a little bit as well. Jags lose. Alabama is the SEC champion. Oh, are they? Is Alabama the, the SEC champion? That, am I wrong? They I'm are. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched that. I, I just, I can remember last week, I feel like I was being questioned on whether or not Alabama or Georgia was going to win. And I had a pretty strong reaction to UGA not being able to show me time and again and time and again. And I believe I called that. I might have called the score, too. I don't know. We don't have the clip, so I can't. We do have the clips. Okay. But, you know, they do exist, I'm saying. I mean, they're not pulled up. But, um, hey, man, look, congrats. I'm happy for you. Uh, Cincinnati's in. So how about that? Baylor. Dude, Is Bay- Baylor in? No. Is Baylor in? No, but come the on. Baylor Bears. Okay, first off. <laughs> no, hey, man, before we even go there, man, hey, first, Casey. First off, no, before we go there. Before we go there, okay, go we're ahead. Gonna, we're going to go here. Uh-huh. If Georgia could just not be bad at the sport, they beat Alabama. Baylor's the fourth team, I promise you. The Baylor Bears. I'm going to pull that. We're going to get that on the soundboard. I like that. <laughs> you called it, though. Hey, listen, that was a amazing ending to that game. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So you called that. Mm-hmm. You also called, uh, what was another game you called? Oh, you called the Pittsburgh game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I did. Oh, man, I didn't even watch that. I didn't even know what channel to watch that on, like ESPN probably. And, uh, I mean, uh, never mind. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, well, yeah. Uh, anyway, know, if, if it was on there. If it, it was on somewhere. Oh, okay. It was on it somewhere. Wasn't, it wasn't on CBS or Fox. I mean, you know, the SEC championship, that was a big deal. That was obviously on CBS. And then right. Fox had the Big Ten championship, obviously a big deal. So those other... Other games, I, I couldn't tell you where to find them. But that, that final score, I was like, well, maybe Casey had a scouting report that I don't know about, you know, because you yeah. called that one. That, yeah. was, uh, that wasn't that was even close. I'm telling you, Kenny Pickett, that's my guy, man. The quarterback of Pitt, if you don't know. But um, Casey, I got a quick question before you get into your to your whole spill, okay? What, what's up? So listen, man, uh, I've known you for about a year now, right? A little over a year. Yeah, over a, a little year. over a year. Let's say that you had... Um, somebody like a family member that you are really tight with, uh-huh. right? For let's say 15 months. Since day okay. one, they've taken you under their wing. Uh-huh. They've supported you. They've encouraged you when you wanted to quit. Would okay. you consider them somebody that's in your corner? Yes. Would yes. You, would you consider them somebody you'd want to watch out for? Y- yes. Would you say that, you know what, anything, especially the stuff that they encourage me in, if it's career-wise, my win is basically our win because they were a part of that encouragement. Yeah, everybody eats, yeah. Okay, so uh, to the listeners out there, I just want to know, we're putting Casey on the, uh, on the spot. Yeah. You hit 33 black. I'm going back there. You hit 33 black, and right now I don't have a direct deposit, a Venmo, a cash app, no text, nothing splitting it, and I'm feeling like... If I hadn't encouraged you October of 2020, uh, November of 2020, all into 2021, I feel like that would have never happened. I feel like, you know what, Casey? I'm not checking your pockets, but the offer would have been nice. I would have said no, but I didn't even know. 
Your thoughts. So here's what's crazy about it. Here's what's crazy about it. You you know you know what you just said like those words you just said. You know yeah. you know why people heard those words? Why did they say those words? No, I mean why did they hear those words? Because I got you on the radio. Whoa whoa whoa! Did whoa. I did I not? Whoa! Are you on right now? Are we crashing and burning right now together? Hold on no. now. No, are, are we are we on right now? <laughs> Who put that together? Hold on. This guy. Here's okay. The deal. So, when we were in TV, yep. Who told you to keep plugging and going to the people that you need to go to? Well, yes. I'm, Wait, I'm, no, no. Who? Not yes. My name's not yes. What's my name? I'm <laughs> Brett Spryan, as far as I know. I'm Brian just giving you a hard time, man. At the broadcast on. <laughs> uh, no, I do got I do got 50 bucks for you, though. So that's ex- Well, I don't actually have it, but I will what? have it. Okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to argue. Well, I can't I can't really tell. Well, I... It, oh, I, never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we got it. Okay. It's, you no, know. it's nothing illegal. But, yeah. Um, yeah well. I, I, well. No, it's it's not. Anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, Brian Milton, who, by the way, has a radio show on ESPN 690. wonder how he got that. Anyway, not a big deal. You can follow him at the broadcast on. You can follow me also uh, on Twitter at Kay Kurtz. But um, we got a lot to do here. Uh, we talked about some college football just then. I got something that's on my mind. We got some vague headlines. And um, if you don't follow me on Twitter, that would be at Kay Kurtz. Or if you don't follow Brent Martineau, that would be uh, at Brent A.S. Jacks. There's 25,000 of you people that follow him, so I'm sure you probably do. But nevertheless, I had some interesting travel situations play out for me um, on the way to L.A. to see the Jags. And what it boils down to is 10 hours in the Houston uh, airport due to two planes that could not fly, um, which is interesting because, you know, planes are meant to fly so when when brian asked me what was on my mind sponsored by nobody um i i wasn't sure but now that i think about it it's just in general the city of houston and how much of a problem i have with it so we'll come back to the airport and the planes that don't work in a second and let's let's scan the uh the landscape of houston if you will you have the houston astros uh otherwise known as the cheaters uh the trash rows for banging on trash cans and have proven again that they cannot win if they don't cheat. So you start there. Okay. Let's move on to the Houston Texans who, oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, they're winning football games, big whoop. Um, they traded away their best player they've ever had on their franchise for, like, a David Johnson and a second-round pick. Uh, Shout-out to Angel Caro. He was upset about that. Angel. You remember Angel? Yeah, Angel. Angel's living his best life. Yeah, he is, but he was upset about that. They traded DeAndre Hopkins for a, a second, so that's pretty funny. Um, so that's a really poorly run organization. Uh, Bill O'Brien was their coach. Says the Jaguars fan. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's fair, but, you know, how's it? I mean, yeah, I mean, we got Trevor Lawrence, though. They got Tyrod. So, uh, yeah, so that's obviously not a banner team to write home about over there in Houston. And then uh, you got to go check on the Rockets, who, again, not the biggest NBA guy, but this is kind of where I fall on that. Uh, you had James Harden, and you couldn't keep him. And then you had Russell Westbrook, and you didn't really want him, which I, you know, I don't really disagree with. Yeah, Chris Paul too. Chris Paul, another good one. And um, now they have John Wall, but they won't play him. So what in the? So the point of the story is there probably isn't a worse city in the world than Houston, sports run wise. You got a team that could only win if they're caught cheating. You got a team that couldn't win with James Harden's what a top four player in the NBA. 
this year, you know, I definitely would, would feel comfortable with a, you know, top six, top seven. Okay, so so top, okay, top six, that's fair enough. And, I mean, the team around him was okay. And they also had, hey, Chris Paul, I think, yeah. argue, I can argue he's yeah. top 10, top 15, and he's living his best life in Phoenix. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Amber Newman in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, I just wanted to do that real quick. But Chris Paul's living his best life. Uh, and he wasn't doing that at Houston, or he was, but they let him go. So I agree with you. They're poorly run as well. Yeah, so um, which brings me back to the Houston airport and where nothing takes off, not rockets, not planes. Worked that one in. Um, but so, yeah, I got I, you out here. I got on a plane at that airport, and they said, hey, uh, we got some. So here's what's crazy about it, Brian, is – Get on the plane. Everyone's on the plane. They close the doors, and they start, like, backing up. They're getting towed out, and we're taxiing. And it's, like, literally, like, a second before. Not, we weren't, like, you know, doing the, the, the real fast to take off, but, like, right when you're about to make that final turn to, like, take off. And uh, dude's like, yeah, we're getting some conflicting reports. We're going to need to go back to the gate. So you're trying to tell me that it just came up then, or he was thinking about pushing it. You see what I'm saying there? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so that's... I don't like that. So what what part don't you like about it, though? You don't like the fact that he was thinking about actually taking off? Or yeah, because he, he said it was the engine. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't love that. So we go back. We get off the plane. Two hours later, they're like, all right, we're going to get you all a new plane. So at this point, we're super late. Second plane comes. We have to go to a different gate. Get on that plane, and um, everybody's on, and we're chilling, and, you know, we're thinking we're going somewhere, but, like, nothing was really happening. Everybody was sitting, but, like, you could tell something was up. Hydraulics issue. Yeah, so we all had to get off that plane, and that's... You definitely don't want that. Listen, I've watched a lot of Mayday on YouTube, yeah. the channel I told you not to. Yes, you did. And let me tell you, every time there's a hydraulics issue, nobody makes it. No, <laughs> nobody. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think if you're in the air and there's any issue, you're probably not making it. You'd be surprised. They got a lot where people survive, even from 30,000 feet in the air, and they're Is like... Is it real? Yeah, no, these are real. They, they reenact real situations that have already happened in the past. Huh. Well, let me tell you, when that hydraulic stuff start messing up and you can't turn, like, the fins or whatever you call it, the, the wings and the stuff, the rudder, whatever in the back, okay. it's game time, huh? Hope you got your affairs in order, so. Hey, real quick about planes. Uh, turbulence. My thought on that is I don't really worry about it because there's nothing in the sky to run into. It, how do you feel about it? I watched Mayday, though, so you can run into another plane. You're not going to run into uh, another lightning plane. Lightning can hit your plane. But um, it's not raining. But here's the deal. Or, okay, just just turbulence. You can have these things. Like, you know how you'd be pockets? shaking? Yeah, I know the air pocket. Yeah, I know. But, like, you're not... Even if you drop, like, 2,000 feet, you're not going to hit anything. Well, yeah, if you only drop 2,000 feet. But there are situations where you drop more than 2,000 feet or something was wrong that even if you had hit a little turbulence, it wasn't a big deal. But because you hit so much turbulence, it's now a big deal. Uh, I don't know. It, like... Airplane travel, I hear, is always the safest form of traveling, and I believe that I, I actually mean, it, enjoy it. It but, is. But, yeah, that turbulence isn't a game. Because think about it. You very rare, like, I, I don't want to say never because I'd be wrong, I'm sure, but, like, very rarely, no, like, whenever has a plane crashed, like, out of the sky in the United States, like a major airline? It doesn't happen. What? What are you, what are you talking about? It does not happen. What? When is it? When does it happen? 
They just drop out of the sky and everybody's dead. Well, no, of course not, right? They right, that's do. what I'm saying. But car crashes happen every day. Well, I just said that it's the right. So I'm, form a, of I'm, I'm agreeing to your point, and then you argued the point that I was agreeing well, to well, help no, you no, make. No, 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 no. But but you said like never. Like clearly, there are times that it happens, and you know what? When it happens, it's usually way more disastrous than. A car crash. Look, all, Usually. I'm, all I'm saying is, like, there was some turbulence over in the morning coming back from L.A. Like, kind of rough, but, like, I was just chilling. Like, it woke a bunch of people up. I meant to ask Brent if he was sleeping when that happened. But anyway, back to Houston and what's on my mind. Uh, it's a horrible place. I would not recommend anybody go there. Their sports teams are absolutely horrible. Uh, airport, zero out of ten on Yelp. Uh, although the customer service person I talked to at this specific airline that I was on, uh, her name was Lori. She was very helpful. 10 out of 10 for sure for Lori. But uh, in general, Houston is 0 out of 10. We're going to continue to fight Houston here on this station. Obviously, Austin had some words with the Texans fans. I'm now taking on all of Houston. Also, Travis Scott uh, and the stuff he's been into, not with it. So overall, Houston has to be ranked as a one of the worst cities in America. I'll stand by my point. And uh, if any sports radio stations in Houston are looking for to hire me, I'm interested, though. Whatever. You definitely are out of the running. You got to be a national show. I'm not going to Houston. I'm not going to Houston. It has to be a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the only way you get into Houston uh, media at this point. Not a chance. You won't catch me in Houston ever again. Never going back. We got more to do here. Action Sports Jacks overtime. We got some vague headlines. We will probably also talk some sports at some point in time before we get out of here. We'll be right back. ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Brian Milton at the broadcast on Casey Kurtz at Kate Kurtz. Uh, by the way, Brent Austin don't like when I talk about my tweets because, you know, I'm, I'm very concerned about Twitter, so I didn't bring this up today. Hit a home run with my tweet on Sunday from the field. So this is a good story. So um, out in L.A. with Brent and Marcel Robinson, and we were on the field pregame for, like, warm-ups and stuff. Okay. And so you can pretty much, like, go – you can't go, like, on on the field, but, like, you're, you're on the sidelines wherever you want. Like, they don't stop you from going anywhere. You can go behind the benches or – so anyway, we stood for a long time, like, right where the Jags were going to come out. Nice. And Brent was like – he was waiting because James was questionable coming into the game. So he was going to wait for James to come out and, like, see how the workout was going to go. Okay. But he also wanted to be on the Rams side when Jalen came out. Because y'all petty. Well, because he's petty. I didn't care about Jalen. He said, hey, watch out for Jalen. But he also wanted to see uh, Darius Williams and Johnny Wolford, who are from this area. So he's like, I'm going to go move around a bit. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. So I stand in this spot for like an hour and a half. And Brent comes back and he's like, what are you doing? Like, why haven't you moved? I'm like, I got a plan. Trust me. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And all the, like, literally the whole team is out. And I'm like, where, oh, where is Trevor Lawrence? And then I was worried because I'm like, he's just going to like sprint by. I'm not going to have time to get like my video ready. But man, when I tell you I got a crisp 4K video of Trevor Lawrence walking right by me in a little zoom on his, uh, uh, the special cleats they were wearing. Ooh, you got sunshine in 4K? 4K, got a little zoom on the cleats. You get, did you get the golden locks, man? Did it look oh, like yeah. the Subway commercial? Uh, better than the Subway commercial. Get out of they here. should hire me I for camera see that. work. So, um, so I did that, and I waited the whole time for it, and I got it, which was awesome. And uh, let's check on it now. Uh, 2,800 views, 88 likes. 
So, I see you out here yeah. winning, Casey. I did it. I see you out here winning. It's all about the Twitter game for me. Uh, Brent and Austin are cringing. If they're listening, I, they're probably not. But um, so <laughs> I waited. I waited that whole entire time just to get that video, and that was pretty much the highlight of my entire trip. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but the stadium itself was pretty great. Uh, the press, the whole experience was pretty cool because uh, I'd obviously not done that on the road and all that. So that was um, really cool. The stadium was awesome. Besides the fact we talked about it earlier that nobody really could tell us where anything was. Right. Uh, we walked a total of like eight miles the whole day. So that was a disaster. But overall, the stadium was really cool. But I can tell you what's not really cool, and that's the Jags football team. It is a yikes scenario right now. Um, James Robinson's getting benched no matter what Urban Meyer says. And I will... I will tell you this about Trevor Lawrence. So I, I don't have the p- privilege to spend a lot of time with Trevor Lawrence outside of ever. Like just I've only seen him like once or twice ever. Um, when he walked in to do the post-game press conference yesterday, yeah, he looked defeated. He looked defeated. Like before he even walked up to the podium, like when the door opened and you saw it was Trevor, he just like he looked at because there was only, I mean, me, Brent, Marcel, and, like, four people I can't name. There, I mean, there's only, like, seven of us in there. So, I mean, he looked at every person. It was just, like, he looked like – he looked like – well, he did. He just lost 37-7, to seven, and he looked like it. Like, you know what I mean? He looked depressed, but he looked defeated. And I was like, this guy didn't look like this week one. He didn't. Hey, I tell you what, uh, I was talking to Stuart yesterday when I was coming in and he was leaving. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you know, we were talking about the Jags, amongst some other things. By the way, he's okay with Billy Napier. He was at that press conference, and he, he was uh, that's fine. He said he's good with <laughs> Okay. But uh, that's what I said to him. I didn't see his uh, his uh, presser, his postgame. Yeah. Um, but on the field, yeah, it looked like, and it, felt, it feels like that might have been the second game in a row, but definitely this was the first game it looked this pronounced to me. Yeah. That he just looked like these guys around me aren't it. Yeah, and no, I think you're absolutely right. And it's hard to... Like, we've talked about it, um, and we will continue to talk about it throughout the week. Um, obviously, the James Robinson situation. So it's hard to know, is is he frustrated that James isn't in when he should be? Is he frustrated that his receivers are just flat out not good at football? Um, it could be. Uh, his offensive line is also no good. His offensive coordinator doesn't really know what's going on. Um, so there's a lot of things he could be frustrated about, or the fact that he might be just mad at himself. Like, He's not leaving a lot out there, but at the same time, he is. There are some throws that could be better. There are decisions that could be made better, but he he has, like, a a millisecond to do anything, and when he does make a good throw, somebody drops it. Somebody, you know, does something ridiculously wrong. So, but uh, that's, like, my outstanding memory of the whole, like, play experience of the weekend was him coming in the room and looking like, like somebody just killed his family. Like, that's what he looked like, and it's... It's just, it, it's unfortunate because, you know, it's, what, 12 games into his season, uh, professional career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not, uh, it's not going well. I don't know, this is his first, I hate to say this, but this is his first, like, taste of, I guess, adversity in Ever. this packaging, yeah. right? Because In his life, if you're, if you're playing football, if you get to the NFL, there's been an adversity, right? Even if you have all the talent in the world, uh, and you have a hard work ethic, like you actually got to put the work in. I mean, he lost two games in college. Yeah, and, I, and wasn't it two in high school or one in high school as well, something think, like that? Yeah, it's either one or two. Yeah, it's at, at most it was four. Yeah, and he's lost nine. Yeah, and so it's uh, yeah, I um, I feel for him, but 
it was it was so visible on certain shots, like in between plays when he was walking to the sideline yeah. or walking to the huddle. And you're just like, I hope they don't break this kid. I don't think it will, but I think he is like Starting being to get worried, more sobered though. to the reality that it ain't happening this year. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to happen next year. Yeah, no, I I, I think you're right. And um, a couple more things just real quick on the Jags. We don't, I mean, James Robinson is going to be on Jagsport Live with Brent Martin, Fox 30 at 7. And James has been good answering the questions that Brent's had for him, and um, Brent will probably try to get something out of him again uh, tonight because what's happening with James is uh, utterly ridiculous. If I was James Robinson, I would stop showing up to work, and I would say get me on a team that uh, appreciates me because he's a top back in the league, and they're playing 100-year-old Carlos Hyde. So that's that, and... Why my man got to be a hundred years old? Because he's—I don't know—from three. To, I, I'm just—I'm not even going to address it. That's just how over it I am with Carl Hyde. From three to six, we said this, um, and we, me and Brent, saw this from the press box. There are multiple times in the game when James was benched yesterday, where Carlos Hyde was trying to come off the field because he was winded, and they would like were telling him to stay out. They would not put James on the field. So for Urban Meyer to then say, "Oh, it's because he has injury concerns," no, that's just cap. Urban Meyer is. The fact that every answer is different when they ask about James Robinson, like what's wrong with him, uh, it, it, every answer is different. Oh, he's injured. Oh, but no, we, we actually wanted to give Carlos some reps. He had fresh legs. Oh, oh no, no, we just thought that was the better option at the time. Oh, oh no, it, it's this now. Like it's, it's ridiculous. I don't understand. I, I, I just don't. Yeah, really, all they want to say is, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. That's really all they that's, really want to do. That's what it is. You know? Yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's a good sound to have ready. So that's that. Um, Jags, not good. We'll play Tennessee this week. Uh, still don't have any other players, but still it's probably a yikes scenario. In Nashville, Brian Middleton, how the heck did you beat me in fantasy football? Woo! Hey, man, there's a lot of winning going on. The champ is here. What do you mean there's a lot of winning going on? There's a on? lot of winning going on in my 30. life right now. There's a lot of winning on and off the field. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying, man, it felt good. I watched that, and I looked at your lineup, and I remember you said, you know what? I don't want Kyler. Yeah, I'm talking right now. And I was like, okay, I was ready to do the trade with you. I'm glad I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you were so big on Heineke. And, you know, I guess he played a decent game. I didn't watch it. I just look at his fantasy points. It was okay, I well, guess. Well, the biggest know? problem was... Was what? The fact that Denver scored nine points in the game and Javante Williams somehow had went 29 off. fantasy points. Went off. Him and David Montgomery finally came through. Yeah. I was due that game. So that... But what about Travis Kelsey? What is going on with Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill? I'm, I'm tired. He had like five points. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, anyway. I beat you. I watched you. I did. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate I did. It. By the way, Matt on YouTube says we need to trade 25 to a contender. Look, obviously you can't do that right now. Yeah. But uh, if I was James, I'd be like, yeah, get me out of here. Because James, James is too good to have going right now. The fact that James Robinson is being benched for Carlos Hyde in the year 2021? It's 2021. It's not 2017. Okay, Carlos Hyde was huh? like... There you go. Carlos Hyde was like 27 in 2017. Now he's 106. Can't run the football. James is on the bench. It's, it's hey, my man, 106 now? He done hit the yeah. past the century mark? Yeah. Okay. It, and we wonder why they can't win games. They got James on the bench. Is that World Carlos. War One when he came into the earth then? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. 106. Exactly. Uh, before we do vague headlines, what you got, by the way, on the high school front? Hey, listen, man, uh, shout out to, number one, shout out to uh, Bowles. Um, they did not win in their uh, state semifinal 
uh, game. Word. But another great season. You know, they're always in the mix. Uh, and a huge shout-out to Trinity Christian going back to the state championship game. Now in a different division. I feel, I feel like they were in 3A last year. Now they're in 2A, still doing what Trinity Christian does. Uh, they're going to face off uh, against, uh, make sure I don't mess this up, Champagne Catholic. Say that again. Champagne One more time. Champagne Nice. You killed it three Feels times. Feels French. And here's uh, the thing. I don't even know if you're right. So I don't know, but I, I went and looked up the pronouncer, and that was as close as I could say it. So, uh, But they'll face them in Tallahassee on Thursday. So, you know, okay. uh, good luck to them. Uh, just two great programs um, that uh, in, in the area that are definitely continuing to keep that high level of excellence. So shout out to those kids, to the coaches, um, and we wish Trinity Christian good luck. So We do. We do. That's a good... Uh we do wish them good luck. That's a good little update right there for the high school situation. Since there is no more uh, Blitz Scoreboard show, uh, we usually do that on Fridays during the high school football season. We're about to do vague headlines here in a second, but we got one more uh, comment on YouTube about what's going on with James Robinson. I don't know if James has the pull of OBJ or if he has a dad who likes to make videos, but free James. You got to free James Robinson. Um, I don't know if you're going to see any OBJ-like videos on James Robinson, but... Um, there's a lot of teams that would really like to have James Robinson right now. Kansas City's probably one of them because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not a back like James is. James is a power back. That would be dangerous. That would be dangerous, right? Um, off the top of my head, Denver. Like, they have Melvin Melvin Gordon, but uh, James Robinson's better than Melvin Gordon. And then you put him with uh, Williams, who caught all the passes to get the 29 fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, that's something. 29.8 mm. or 6. And I, I even think, like, all these would be, like, split carry situations, but even putting him with Austin Eckler and the Chargers, because Eckler's more of a receiving back, uh, you get the power back in James. Uh, Seattle could really use him right now. He'd be the lead back. Um, but, like, obviously you're not going to be able to move him right now. But, yeah, if I'm James Robinson, I'd be like, listen, man, I was undrafted. I was the best player on your team. I'm still the best player on your team, and you're playing Carlos Hyde, who was, like, mad in 2005. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a nightmare right now for that. So um, without further ado, man, we call it Vague Headlines. Uh, Brian Milton, what are the headlines coming off the weekend? Let's see right here. Okay, Casey Kurtz, uh, as always, I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to give you two headlines. You're going to tell me which one you want, then we'll get a little bit more in the way. We got uh, some music? We got some music. Can you hear it? Yeah, you can oh, hear I it. Oh, I got that, yeah. Yeah, so hey, here's the deal. Turn that First up. two. First two. All right. He's out of here or... Crossing my fingers. High as a kite. He's out of here or high as a kite. Let's go high as a kite. High as a kite, man. You don't know how happy I am that you actually picked that one. Okay, Casey, yes, you sir. ready? All right. Actual headline. An Oklahoma cafeteria worker faces possession charges after she brought cookies baked with marijuana to teachers at her elementary school, reports say. Now, why she... You, well, we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. You got it. Right, all right, all right. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. All right, let me get through it, all right? All right. So you heard that right. Mm -hmm. But for more on this story, let's go to KFOR News 4's Caitlin Ogle for the latest. Lunchtime on Thursday, a fresh batch of happy cookies baked with marijuana delivered to two Earlsboro elementary school teachers. Police say cafeteria worker Sarah Daly used her own THC butter in the batter hoping to ease the teacher's alleged stomach pains. I guess she was trying to help him out. In turn, one got sick and had to go home for the day. After hearing the sweet treat made the teacher sick, the second teacher going to district officials. Ah, uh, yes, Casey. That person who went to the administration clearly lived by the motto, if the cookie don't sit, then I must become a snitch. All right, so the lunch lady said 
that the cookies were meant to be eaten at home, actually, but she was still booked for a litany of charges. Casey, what's the last thing you ate that made you sick, and uh, would you hang out with this cafeteria worker outside of your actual job? That's a good question. Probably would not. I don't spend nothing against cafeteria workers. I just don't spend a lot of time with them. I'm elitish. Elitist. <laughs> I just don't know any. So maybe, maybe they're, I mean, they're <laughs> obviously a certain, certain type of people because we just heard that story. Um, the last thing that made me sick is interesting because, like, I feel like it happened recently, but I don't, like, fully remember. Okay. Yeah, that was, that wasn't, yeah. Well, I'll give you the next two headlines <laughs> then. <laughs> like, good talk. All right. Next two headlines. Oprah, the referee, or impromptu sleepover? Oprah, the referee, or impromptu sleepover? Okay, I'm going to tell you why we're picking Oprah, and that is because Josh Nichols ran her over in Drake and Josh. Did you watch Drake and Josh, or and was that before your time? Maybe just before my time. Or after your time, I guess. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I wasn't watching Drake and Josh, yeah, but so, that's okay. So Josh, Pete, Pete. Josh, by the way, Josh Nichols, he ran over Oprah, and then he <laughs> looks, and he's like, I ran over Oprah? He loved Oprah. He had a shirt with her face on it when he ran her over. So I got to pull that and the bear the bears. All right, I got to write this down now. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna have a whole soundboard. All right, Casey, Oprah the referee, actual headline. Washington Wizards get a, get three technical fouls in under a minute. Now, wow. it was a long last Friday night for the Washington Wizards as they basically chased the Cleveland Cavaliers around for most of the game. At one point during the matchup, the Wizards were down by 30 points. And it was at that point where Washington showed visible signs of frustration. They were handled, uh, handed multiple technical fouls in just about 30 seconds because of their interaction with the uh, sensitive NBA officials. Hmm. Now we're going to take a listen real quick to the Wizards broadcasting crew during that point in the game. Uh, just bear with it because it will take a second to unfold. All, all right? right. All right. CJ Washington tees up Aaron Holiday. I'll be honest, I didn't see what happened. Drew, did you see it? Aaron has to be careful. Uh, because he kind of waved his hand towards the official, and that could have easily gone for a second technical. And now we do have a technical on Montrez Harrell. And now we've got another one against Thomas Potons. You get a T. You get a T. Everyone gets a T. Could have put that man together and had a nice couple of dinners, J.K. On this season of giving, Oprah's in the house. Dressed as CJ Washington. Hey man, shout out to that commentary crew. That was so good. Uh, you'll find if you pick the right uh, headline for the next two uh, that the commentary this year in 2021, boy, they have not been caring. They've been having their bars ready, and I appreciate it. That was good. That so was good commentary. The Wizards were go on to lose that game, 116 to 101. So technically, they actually made a run in the game. Sounds like it, yeah. Uh, but when's the last time, Casey, that you made a bad situation worse? <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. This morning. Yeah, I mean, this morning or yesterday. Yeah. At some point yesterday in the L.A. airport when I tried to get people to sign a waiver that said we don't care about the fog. Can that. we fly? And <laughs> hey, whatever happens, happens. I didn't get many signatures. I think Marcel was, like, on the fence. Um, <laughs> so that was probably. Um, but I, I probably made multiple wrong decisions uh, in the last 24 hours. But by the way, real quick. The Wizards are good, right? Yeah, yeah. And Cleveland's trash. Well, no. This year, both of them are pretty good. Like, Cleveland is... Well, didn't one of Cleveland's guys get a season under one of the guards? Uh, probably. I got to okay. see. Uh, I got to see again. I mean, hey, listen, man. I don't really follow Cleveland that much. Yeah, I don't blame and, you. Who and would? if they don't... If it's not Young Bull, then I, I'm usually not paying attention. But, yeah. uh, but no, both teams... 
the Wizards are more of a surprise, I would say, because they were well, leading. They were horrible. Yeah, but they, but they were leading earlier this year. But both teams are markedly, in the in the uh, urban term, markedly better than they were last year. All so. right. What else we got? Last two, Casey. Please pick the right one. Okay. They're both good. Well, give me, give me like some, you know. The disrespect some. remains at an all-time high. You know I'm gonna like that. Or y'all still here? The disrespect remains at an all-time high. Or y'all still here? Listen, man. You know I gotta, I gotta hear the disrespect. That's what I'm talking about, Casey Kirsch. We here. You, we knew, here. you know I'm gonna pick anything that says disrespect. Thirty-three blacks split it down the middle because we here. Okay. Actual headline. Commentator for the Bucks Falcons game has absolutely zero chill. Okay. All right. So late in the fourth quarter in the Bucks Falcons game on Sunday, Bucks already salted the game away, but Atlanta was in the red zone trying to score, and that's where we will go to the broad, uh, broadcast crew of that game during one of the final plays. Ryan knowing he needs two scores to oh. the end zone, nearly picked off by Carlton Davis. He catch. Because the next play was almost an interception. Could have possibly been a pick six. Good thing Carlton Davis has bricks for hands. He can't catch. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you heard that right. Bucks DB Carlton Davis, a.k.a. bricks for hands on the <laughs> national broadcast. I also thought it was funny. Uh, Casey, uh, number one, what's the worst insult you've, he you've heard during a sporting competition uh, or outside of sports? About me? No, nah, just in general. Oh, but if oh. it's about you, go ahead. I mean, yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday we were eating, and because Brent ordered pizza for like all of us, and that's nice of him. I had like two pieces, and he was like, "I know you're gonna eat more than that." And I said, "Is it because I'm fat?" And he said, "Yes." So <laughs> that could count. Thank you, Jay Z. Um, by the way, also, this is a good one. When I was younger, I went to, like, Dick's Sporting Goods and bought something with my dad. Okay. And I, I told my dad I was, like, starving or something. I don't remember how the exact thing, like, played out. And the Dick's lady, like, the cashier was like, oh, it looks like you could survive a couple weeks in the woods or something. She said, like... Whoa! Yeah, just randomly. I was like... Whoa! I don't know you like that. You could survive a couple of weeks in the wilderness. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So, um... Boy, they didn't care back then, did they? No. Not really. I'm trying to think sports-related. That's a good one. Bricks for hands is a good one. I'm saying, I know on the baseball diamond, I know y'all were... I know you had all the time in the bullpen. You're a pitcher, right? Yeah. You had true. all the time to think of stuff, just looking at people like, that trash. Yeah, trash. That's what kind of my go-to, though. You know, I just... Uh, you're creative. You know, I, I've, you know, trash can, the bottom of the trash can, the, the liquid in the trash can are all go-tos. Um... So, yeah, that's a good one. Bricks for hands. I really like that, though. All right. Well, hey, Casey, that's the end of Vague Headlines. All right. I appreciate you pulling up the headlines. They're always interesting, to say the least, and we'll do those again on Monday. We will do this show again, though, on Thursday night. Um, and, Brian Middleton, I'm excited to tell you that I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah. Yeah, um, how many hours over the past 72 hours have you slept? From Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Uh -huh. to this morning at 9 a.m. Uh -huh. uh, it's like nine and a half hours of sleep I've gotten total. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's insane. Yeah, it's been a bit of a di disaster. So I'm going to do that. Um, we're going to let you know that on Fox 30 coming up at 7, James Robinson will join Brent Martineau at Sneakers at Ooh, the it's going to be good. It will be good. Brent yeah. will get some good out of James. Ooh, we. 
Tune in. You should definitely tune into that on Fox 30 without a doubt. Uh, again, Fox 30 at 7, James Robinson and Brent Martineau from Sneakers. They call it Jags Report. Live right here at 7.30. The game will be at 8.20. But at 7.30, we got Monday Night Football. That'll be the Patriots and the Bills. Apparently, they are 40-mile-per-hour wins in Buffalo. Booger McFarland says not a single pass will be completed. I will take the Patriots. Brian Middleton will take who? Yeah, I'll take the Pats. I like it. Yeah. So two picks for the Pats in that one. You can hear that starting at 7.30 for the coverage. The game will be at 8.20. You can come back tomorrow from 3 to 6, Action Sports Jacks. The guys will be at Top Golf with Josh Scobie. After that, we're going to have our, besides FSU basketball, of course, we're going to have some national college basketball coverage. We'll get those teams to you tomorrow. Stay tuned to the social medias, ESPN 690 Jacks. Check that out, uh, Twitter. Facebook, you can fi- uh, Instagram as well. You can find out the information of those teams. We're going to have a college basketball doubleheader for you tomorrow after that, and we'll be back for you on Thursday. Brian will have something on his mind. We'll have a lot to do. We appreciate you listening. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz, a- Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Have a good night, everybody.